Welcome to Realize, uh, In Dreams Club's film and TV podcast. Uh, my name's Chris and I'm joined today by Andy. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. And yourself? Uh, very good. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know in your bathroom... Yeah. You know when you put you know you have like a toilet in roll holder. My specific bathroom. Not well, in oh, just in bathrooms. Bathroom. Yeah, I'm with you. In your perfect bathroom, you have your uh you have your perfect you have your toilet roll holder. Yeah. Okay. What way does the toilet roll come off the roll? Does it oh, come under? Or does it come over? I will fight to the death regardless. Really? Yeah. Okay, go on. The toilet paper always should go over. Okay. Okay. And that's that's it. That's it. That's it. Now, last week I asked you about temperature of water while brushing your teeth. Mm. Okay, you might notice a theme going on here. Mm, I do. Um, this and I was very passionate about the temperature of my water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. Many many listeners emailed in yeah. saying that they they thought it was ridiculous that you were so passionate about it, but they this, loved it. This one, however, I don't care. I don't care how my toilet roll. As long as I can get what? my toilet roll, I just I. Just, so what I've what I've started doing at home. Shocking. And whenever I can, don't know why I do a podcast with whenever animals I can, like you. If I see that the toilet roll is going over, because I think most people prefer it going over, mm. <laughs> I will just no. I'll you're off. such a. I'll change that round because I. I it, you are it, such it, a. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, it amuses me. We're going to use full use of that beeping, <laughs> that that bleeping out sound. Oh, so you're going to bleep it, are you? Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, believe yeah. you'd call me that. Um, I just I, it amuses me. When I'm sitting on the toilet to imagine someone else sat there thinking, oh, who's done this? That's literally <laughs> me. I am that person. You're the bane of my life. I hate it. It doesn't make sense having it the other way because then the, the um, paper is brushing against your dirty <laughs> old wall. It's gross. I just think, I think that's, uh, I think it's amusing. Anyway, as you may have gathered, this is a film and TV podcast. Um, I'm going to take you on a journey today i'm going to take you on a journey a, a yes. time a time journey we're going to travel in time back to good old 2003 oh yeah 2003 so we're talking today about the matrix reloaded mm. so the, the second uh, uh, the second matrix film the sequel to the matrix mm-hmm. um it came out in 2003 now what i'm going to do I, th- I thought it might be interesting to see what other films came out in 2003 yeah, yeah. So I wrote a little list, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to sort of ramp them up. So I've, I've started off with the ones that aren't very good. Okay. And then I'm going to ramp up to the ones that are and really, is really this, good. And is this, is this in your opinion, or is this objectively, <laughs> well, we'll these see. are bad, these are good? Uh, so the first one I wanted to pick up was... Um, so remember, they're getting better as we go along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first one I wanted to pick up was... Oh, uh, no. What have you done? Um, so Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. The first That's one. That's the first one. First yeah. one came out in 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good film. Yeah. Lost in Translation. Came Ooh, out in very good film. good film. Too Fast, Too Furious. Now remember, they're getting better in quality. Oh, I see how this <laughs> is going. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious came out in 2003, so the the sequel to The Fast and the Furious. That is the second one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it yeah. must be. It's got two in it. Yeah. Um, was number three Tokyo Drift? Tokyo Drift was number three. Yeah. Um, Love Actually, 2003. Okay, yeah. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Um, what have I not said? Uh, now we get into the the big guns. Mm. Okay. Kill Bill Volume 1. Wow. 2003. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've got The Lord of the Rings, was, Return of the King. I was going to say, there must have been a Lord of the Rings. Came out in 2003. Big, big wow. film. Uh, so May 2003, The Matrix Reloaded came out. Yeah. October 2003, 
The Matrix Revolutions came out. Oh May my goodness. to October. That's like five months. I knew it was I knew it was a short period. I thought it was like a year. Because I knew they we, did the two films together. Yeah. Like we talked we were talking a little bit earlier and you said, Oh, I think it was like a year later or something. Mm. It's like less than Damn. half a year between The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions. That is such a bold decision. It's crazy. Can you imagine that? I know, obviously, we've got like Marvel films that come out, you know, you probably get two or three a year, so they come out between, but an actual actual direct sequel to a film coming out like five months later, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, I I completely, because I I literally just Googled 2003 in film, Mm. and I was scrolling down, obviously, it said like, you know, The Return of the King, Matrix Reloaded, and I kept scrolling, and it said Matrix Revolutions. Like, what? What? What on earth? So. So that's where we are with film at that time. So that that year, obviously, like Return of the King, like just cleaned up, didn't it, in terms of awards and everything. I was just about to say, give you a little quiz. I'll go for it. Yeah. Return of the King won eleven Oscars, mm-hmm. which is the joint highest with two other films. Can oh. you tell me the other two films? <laughs> uh, no, probably. Not. Oh, I'll have a guess if you want. Yeah. Are any of them recent? Are any of them? Nah. No, no, no. Okay, I'm gonna guess Saving Private Ryan. Nope. No. Okay. Titanic. Yep. Okay. One more. You won't get it. I won't get it. Well, you might. Gandhi? No. Wait, can I guess another film? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yes. Okay, move no, on. No, what was the other you Gone did. with the Wind? Rubbish. Some old f- rubbish It film was an like old film. Ben-Hur. Oh, uh, okay. Ben-Hur. That was probably the only film that came out there, though, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, so before we move on, so last time, obviously, we, we did a little uh, recap of the plot of the film. We're going to do that... Um, Stay, maybe mm-hmm. we'll, try, we'll try. You know, that's, that's the majority of what we're going to do is look through. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it's the I, easiest way to kind of go through. I also um, I found out five cool facts about nice. uh, Matrix Reloaded in terms of like the production of it and how they made it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some more. Well, these are just the five quotes I'm going to say now. I'm going to we're going to intersperse some more facts mm. when we get to them in the movie as well, yeah, yeah. especially obviously one specific scene. Um, so, firstly, um, the main cast had approximately about uh, in had about two years of martial arts training really yeah they were they were training for a long time before you know when they got scripts up until they started um is that before the first training. matrix or reloaded uh reloaded for so reloaded. They, they would have got they would have ha- probably had some in for um the original one as well but for reloaded as well they went back to this uh drawing board with them and because did yeah. we say did the first matrix come out was it 1999 99 yeah yes yeah, four years also, later okay. also for those of you that listened to the first one as well i just want to want to throw something out there I, we at one point i said it we we likened the creepy robot thing that went into Keanu Reeves' stomach to the scarab beetles in the mummy, mm. and I think I said something like, "Oh, they must have come out at a similar time." They were the same year. That was ninety nine oh. as well. So the original mummy. So good, good shout. Good shout. Yeah, thank you very much. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, linked to that, my second cool fact. Yeah. Is that um, the four main stars of the film all suffered injuries while, while mm. doing this. so carrie Moss broke her leg doing a bit of wire work nice lawrence fishburne broke his arm okay hugo even threw a disc in his neck Amazing. and keanu reeves had an injured foot for most of the scenes of the film as well uh and that's why he was cgi so often no we'll we'll come in there we'll get that um, um three more interesting. things um a broken leg must be a nightmare and broke his arm as well yeah it's crazy um so they really, I like that because it's yeah. they really got into it, obviously. Absolutely. Um, the role of the architect mm-hmm. was turned down by Sean Connery. Sean Connery turned down the role of the architect, mm. um, allegedly because he didn't understand it. Which really, I, which we're going to come back to. Oh, later wonderful. Um, so that would have been amazing. Imagine if Sean Connery. Yeah, was. I'm trying to work out whether I would have preferred that or not. I um, think I would. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's if, just if he had a big black chair, just turns around and <laughs> hello, Mr. hello. 
Mr. Bond. Mr. Yeah, anyway. Neil. I don't want to do Sean Connery. No, yeah, sorry about that. Um, the last two are quite nice, actually. Mm. So the sets from the movie were all donated um, and they were used to help build low-income homes in Mexico. Oh, sets. Um, very nice. It's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, if you if you don't like Keanu Reeves, then turn this off. Burn in hell. Do you think that Keanu Reeves gave most of his salary and pay from this movie to all of the crew? Uh, of the film he is so wholesome super cool super Such cool nice guy, guy. Um, he made all his matrix money originally yeah for the first film oh, yeah, he was yeah. like don't need any more now and obviously like we said i think this and the third one were film kind of back to back weren't they did you well so do you, you don't know did you see anything about why they came out so close at all other no. than like it, no, it wasn't like know. oh it was a troubled thing and they decided to just suddenly split it into a second a third no. film okay but i guess like at the time obviously we were saying return of the king came out and those films were all filmed they so were it filmed. was kind of like a practice at the time i guess wasn't it if you're doing a trilogy or yeah film all together releasing makes kind of sense to be honest yeah so i just yeah that, i think that was not worth saying like keanu reeves like if you ever Hero. get a chance, just read read Keanu Reeves' Wikipedia mm. page. Thing. It's absolutely nuts what his life yeah. is. And I think we, we kind of took the mickey out of him a little bit last time for a couple of line deliveries. But I want to say on the whole, yeah. Keanu Reeves like, just nails this film. For this, like, for this one? Yeah, yeah, I thought he like, was... Neo is kind of, like, I don't want to say like bewildered, but kind of like, he's kind of starting to accept all the crazy crap that's going on to, that's happening yeah. to him. And I think he actually is really good in this film. Yeah. Yeah, there are other things that let, that let him down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we get that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And not not lot like, yeah, anyway. So let, let's, <laughs> should, we, should we kick off? Yeah, let's, let's kick, kick off, off what happened in this film. So um, it starts the same way as the first one. Yeah. Doesn't it? Trinity, explosions, fighting, explosions, fighting. guns, shooting. F- did you write down what the first line of the film was? No. So it's some like office worker. He's in there yes. and he sees Trinity come towards him and he just goes, oh my god and it's like the worst <laughs> it's such a bad like amazing it first i just wrote first line is awful man it's so bad it's like i i saw this and i was like no I come know. on what's happening why start this way yeah why start i think and we also mentioned earlier like um if if the people that are right if you're writing a script and you're tempted to write the, mm. a, a line for a character that just says that either says oh no or oh my god yeah just don't write that line because yeah. you can't it's, make those lines sound yeah, good yeah, they're yeah. just they're oh bad. no um, um, the yeah, yeah. Trinity's on a bike, it flips yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It blo- like oh, the cool. world's biggest explosion <laughs> yeah. for a bike well, going through the roof. Also, like, how does she? How does it jump up over the? I was noticing this because this scene obviously spoilers happens twice. Yeah. Um. There's no ramp. That she no, kinda she just kind of goes off the edge and. But kinda... the, the the bike jumps up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Well, well, I suppose it's the Matrix. Yeah, it's the Matrix, isn't it? So I, I initially when I was watching this bit, I was like, man. What the hell is happening? This feels so disjointed. All of yep. like all yeah, of yeah. the stuff. Like it feels like we've skipped out like half a film, and even in the scene, it jumps forward like really, really yeah, quickly yeah. and stuff. And then she's running and jumping out of a window, and then obviously an agent dives after her yeah. and shoot, shoot, shoot. shoot they're shoot, all shooting shoot. for ages, for missing absolutely ages, every missing time, every single shot. And then obviously it turns, and, and then obviously, well, it it I've written it as I wrote in my notes. Obviously, I've made loads of notes. So we go through. Um, I wrote, oh, it's, it turns out it's a dream. Yeah, and and Neo wakes up and the disjointedness makes it makes sense. sense. Yeah, because he and but then I also wrote down like, man, why is he making Trinity such a bad shot in his dreams? Yeah, like, why, yeah. Like if you're dreaming, like, um, but obviously then it turns out later it's not not necessarily a dream. No. Um, and that's how it starts. We are on the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, we're on the ship. We're introduced to. Uh, a new recruit called Link. Link. I wrote down character names this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to. Do to do I tried to do the and same. A couple of them are very similar. Um, yeah. We'll talk about in a second. 
And a whole film, I was like, man, who is this guy? Yeah. Who is this guy Who's playing he? Link? He played Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, the guy who, the yes. guy who dies. And I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and like, there are points in this, and something I just want to say quickly, because something we, we talked about with The Matrix 1, hmm. is that the, the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar were so bad. Like, yeah. so, like you didn't care about anyone. They're, yeah. they're rubbish. This character's great. Immediate- really cool. I wrote down the exact same yeah, thing yeah. that immediately... I'm more invested in this character yep. as, as an extra character in the team. He's so much more likable. He has yep. character. He's a real person, not just a blank slate. And, and if, you, if you've if you seen uh, the Leo, uh, Romeo and Juliet, he's mm. playing really similar-ish, yeah. over the top, the, the Mikusho character there. And it works really well because, yeah. it, you know, you've got really, you know, the rest of the crew, Neo, Trinity and Morpheus, are like the most stone-faced, yeah. serious people in the world. And so his... He kind of like his little comedic banter and stuff yeah. is, is the great. only the only negative I wrote down is that this first scene with him, um, he's sort of in the in the cockpit with Morpheus and mm. he has this sort of line with Morpheus and Morpheus says, "Look, if you're going to be with me, I need you to trust me." Yeah, and I, I wrote down, "Oh, is there kind of some kind of conflict going to happen there?" And then that's never really kind of brought up. I understand what the line is when he goes back with his family later. I understand why he's saying you need to trust me because yeah, of what's yeah. gone on before, but. Um, I thought there might have been something like, oh, is there going to be an issue? Between yeah. Them? But there never really is. No, yeah. the, he. The, there's one or two times I did notice that they do call back to it a little bit. And there was a bit where I think Link questions another thing about Morpheus. And he's just like, what did I say? And he doesn't even. And then he says, yeah, OK, gotcha. Kind of like he, he acknowledges the trust type of thing. He's like, yeah. what did I say? And, previously and I, that's kind of a cool callback to... Um, uh, Cypher, Cypher from one who obviously betrayed them all. Yes. And so Morpheus is like, you got to trust me. you got to trust me. Exactly. It's cool. I yeah, like that. All immediately, like... And, and I think invested. another thing that I want to say just quickly as well is that... So my perception of the Matrix trilogy was that one was a good film. Yeah. And then two and three are dreadful. That yeah. was my perception yeah, going into yeah, this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm starting this off and I'm thinking, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm, this yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good in terms of like the characters as well. Yeah. It's, it's, this is actually a step up the first one yeah in that regard. oh yeah yeah yeah. in terms of how they treat the characters definitely yeah. um then i wrote down the word osiris i don't know what that means the osiris is another one of the ships okay cool yeah um it's, it's niobe's ship cool okay so niobe is introduced here lots of that i wrote down there's lots of people wearing sunglasses it's lots of people in a dank kind of mm. underground place or wearing sunglasses then, yeah also yeah. no i just quick clarify i don't think osiris is niobe's ship then Osiris has been reporting about the Sentinels or something. Oh, okay. The twenty-five thousand. Maybe yeah, it's her I ship. Write that down. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's another one of the ships. So then uh, they're all talking about, you know, stuffs going down, Sentinels. Yeah. More sense activity, all that stuff. Um, they m- mention the commander who's called Locke. Mm-hmm. Commander Locke. And then Morpheus and his crew come in. Morpheus, Trinity, and Neo walk in. Yeah. Because they, they, I'm a, has, have they established that they need to evacuate to Zion at this point? They've got to go back to Zion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got their command has been to to return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Locke, and then Morpheus like tell says, "Oh, someone needs to stay in the Matrix." Mm. To like, and they're like, "Oh, but we're disobeying Locke, and he's yeah. going to be really angry. He's going to, he might execute you or something." So we get the we get the impression there's some beef between Morpheus and Commander Locke. Yes, that's because Morpheus here. straight away is just like, "I don't really care." Does Niobe maybe give Morpheus a little look here? Do we think? Does, do we kind of get there might be a little backstory between them, or I, is that? I think I think there was there was maybe a few little looks, but not yeah. in a not in. I mean, they're wearing these songs. You can't see what they're wearing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, then interesting. Obviously, oh, though, I was just going to say interesting. So 
initially I was like, why the hell are they meeting in the Matrix? And I was like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense in that it's an easy place for everyone to get to because yeah. they all just go to the same place in the Matrix. So they don't have to physically be with each other because obviously they're oh, all yeah, on yeah. their ships, aren't they, when they're yeah. meeting in the Matrix? So it's in, I was like, why don't they just meet in the real world? And I was like, oh, well, that means flying around loads and so it's easier for them. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. Um, Then Neo is sort of like, ooh, Something's going on. Something's wrong. So he walks out and he's got that sixth sense. He's mm. got sixth sense for agents. He can sense them, kind mm. of. Um, then we hear Agent Smith. We don't see him. Yeah. We hear him. We're like, oh, that's Agent Smith. I yeah. thought he was dead. Yeah. Um, and he gives a message. Yeah. For gives Neo. like a little envelope to little envelope. one of the guards on the door. Yeah. Then Neo gets there. They give him the message. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's like a chip or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a yeah. Something I can't remember the chip thing. Yeah. Um then other agents appear. Yeah. They come Not Smith. Not Smith. Other agents. Smith Smith also says something along the lines of like, um, oh yeah, I've got a gift for Neo. He like he does he say he like, oh he's he's helped me or he's freed me. Yeah, he's freed me something. So it says something along those lines, I think. Um then the normal agents come in, aka not Smith. Neo tells the guards to go to 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 leave. Yeah. Um, because stuff's gonna go down. Like. Yeah, yeah. Then the agents come in, and they've got um. What do they say? They're like, they they talk and they say like a word each or something. Yeah. Which is cool, but like this is like the only time they do it. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, like it'd be yeah. cool if they did that more. But they, the normal agents aren't really in this film very much. Yeah. They're in it here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that was cool. Neo, they they attack him, and Neo blocks one of their attacks, but one of them almost hits him. And we no, I think what it, he does his normal like side on fighting, kind of yeah, arrogant yeah. at the end of the film fighting stuff, and then there's a point where previously he's punched through, and then he like flicks out his hand, and that would normally oh, yeah. like hit their throat or something like that, and he does it, and he doesn't it doesn't reach them or something uh, like kind yeah, of along yeah. those lines. So he like he goes to do a move that he would normally work, and it doesn't, and then he does, and he goes hmm upgrades yeah <laughs> and, then, and then he fights them and obviously he like batters them like yeah. he never he doesn't really they don't trouble him too much um then smith two smiths two smiths two smith smiths. talks to smith smith on smith yeah uh, i was sorry i also read that in, during that fight the dodgy music is back oh there's my do, goodness i made a lot of notes about these awful music choices. i didn't do too much about music so i just said that there's some bad every fight is terrible um so then so what i've said is two smiths then neo must fly at some point yeah literally so. i think he he just flies off um I, i've ri- ri- written ridiculous flying business the music is awful yeah he just he just literally flies off kind of and flies around town for a bit yeah and the, the, it's the cg man yeah yeah it's kind of it's just very gloss like they look like um like army men or kind of like they're plastic kind of yeah the, the cg is like really dated on yeah those the flying bits especially yeah because then um, he flies off to basically the oracle he goes to yes. her, their, yeah, yeah, her yeah. house um, cool. and she's not there yes that's right and um, it, just as a side note i do apologize if you are hearing screaming and stamping yeah, around I've, I've said it previously the neighbors the neighbors are terrible today. my goodness what the hell is happening to that kid <laughs> Um, anyway, so everyone else sort of uh, one team stays behind, like Morpheus mm. says. One, one they stay in the Matrix, and everyone else returns to uh, Zion. We get to see the sort of Zion control, which is like really so. White. Yeah, on this point, yeah, it's really cool looking. Yeah, really futuristic white room, like so pristine and perfect. And they're doing the kind of like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. now ready to come through, don't you? It's happy, we're yeah. happy for you to come in. Then you actually go to 
you never ever see that kind of pristine perfect stuff again no well, they're all in the matrix or a construct because you see the people who are doing that stuff and they're all plugged oh, in I must like, have missed it's that. a very quick shot but then right. so i was like oh this is cool i because I, in my head i was like oh zion's like some horrible looking yeah it's like pretty that. grimy but then then i saw that and i was like what's going on but then i realized they must be in a they're in a oh, sort of construct boy, um why <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just a. It's well, probably just for a cool shot. Of them. Yeah, I think it is. Exactly that must be that. the. Just on a quick note there, like, this happens in so many films. It must be the worst thing to act doing if you're an actor and you have mm. to. You're just like pulling your hands on imaginary screens. Yeah, from, like you know, Minority Report. It must kind be the of worst thing. thing to do. You must look like such an idiot. Yeah. Um. Right. So everyone comes back. So Neo, Trinity, uh, Link, and Morpheus are, arrive in Zion. Yeah. They get off the ship, and then man, like this creepy tagger on dude like run like rushes at Neo like, yeah the young Neo, dude Neo Neo like that and he wants to have him carry stuff back and, yeah yeah and Neo's kind of like oh. and then then you kind of get a couple of lines here that hint that basically they've been like saving people or put, taking people out of the Matrix like this young guy yeah like him because that's what they and that's kind of what they've been doing in the time period between Matrix and, and Related yes uh, which is cool um, and he's obviously saved this weird guy and I would just write down creepy tag on guy and I was like this guy's gonna die or turn on them or something. There'll be some, yeah, something yeah. is going to happen. So there'll time. be there'll be some sad in quotes. They tried to like build on it, but he but he's like barely in the rest of the film. Yeah, he's he's just in it a couple of times, and he's just kind of annoying every time. Yeah, he he's like um was it Mouse from the first one? Was that his name? Yeah, the guy who dies at the in the with room the guns. With the, the yeah, he's yeah, like that, but just innocent kind of. Yeah, kind of a bit even more annoying. Yeah, uh, we're introduced to Commander Locke. Yeah, uh, he is shown as being very skeptical of, of Morpheus' prophecies and what the Oracle can do. He's very serious by the book, mm. um, and we see that there is obviously a clear, um, a clear disagreement on how to deal with the threat of the uh, robots. Yeah, because the because Locke doesn't want to panic. He doesn't want to tell everyone that this yeah. stuff's going on. Whereas Morpheus is like, no, we need to tell people the truth. Yeah, we need and to- he. Locke also doesn't believe in the or- like doesn't tr- care for the oracle doesn't ca- like care for prophecies or any of that um and the whole reason for the whole ship staying behind yeah. is that they're waiting for a message from the oracle or yeah. like a, something from her and she only yeah, exists in get, the matrix yeah there we go and that's how the message okay yeah, yeah i yeah, forgot so, i couldn't really remember why they stay behind yes um we there's a little bit as well when when they arrive and everyone walks off and then Link sort of goes and leans on the railings and looks out across the Zion, which yeah. is this horrible looking, grimy metal and he, place. And he just goes, God damn, it's good to be home. Yes, I wrote down, good like to that. be home. It's a really cheesy line, but it's quite yeah. good. I quite yeah, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come on, Locke, he doesn't like them. The Centaurs are going to come. Yeah. Then we go Neo and Trinity, and I wrote a couple of other lines down here because it kind of, it's kind of weird. So, basically, they get in an elevator and the second they're cut off from everyone else they just start kissing they just jump on each other and then Neo's like oh how long it's something about charging the ship or something how long so does says, it take to charge the ship how long does it take to charge it and then she says oh like 36 to 40 hours or something yeah and Neo's line is some people go their entire lives without hearing news that good yes it's so weird it's such a weird reaction to that like instead of just being like oh cool we get some time to yeah, ourselves we've got, we've got some time some people go the whole Entire lives without hearing news that good. It's like, yeah, such a roundabout <laughs> so, way to like, say I don't something. believe Neo would say that. No. At all. Like, he's basically like mono, like, he, he says like three, wor- three yeah. words in a sentence. Like, yeah. It's so odd. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we're, we're also cutting between, I think. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's, it's similar to what you were just saying a minute ago about Booth the Council and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think they talk about the freeing minds stuff. Yeah. 
he morpheus is it morpheus or neo i think it's morpheus who's at the council is like oh we've freed more minds in the last six months than the last six years combined or something like that so obviously they're doing a good job and it's because of what morpheus is kind of pushing that it's because of neo and him being the one not everyone believes in neo um there's a lot of a lot of kind of yeah talking about the truth and yeah we tell them the truth as you were saying so a lot of the council and the commander really seem quite skeptical about who neo is and then we cut back and when they get off the elevator after they're like kissing each other Mm. there's this whole room of people who are kind of they look kind of like well they look kind of homeless but they're not obviously yeah yeah but they come up and they're like offering yeah neo stuff and they want him to sort of like like bless them and and, and it's really cool and trinity kind of like says I'll go. It's okay. Leave, and he's like, yeah. "No, I, I want to stay. I need you. I, I want to stay yeah. with you." But she's like, "No, these people need you." Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. quite a cool little moment. But and it's it's kind of annoying. They don't really, they don't do anything more. Like, no. Well. Then one more time, he opens the door, and there's lots of offerings lying yeah. at the door, kind of type thing. But it's still, it's not him being Jesus, basically. Yeah, it's like I see it's a messianic. He's like a messianic yeah. figure to these people. He's not that. They don't. They don't push on it too much in terms of the civilians living there I, I other think, than that bit yeah i think from memory they do in the third one in revolutions so um, well we'll but, see if that then pays off yeah can i see. can't but that's it's a cool moment yeah um obviously we see link's family yep he walks in <laughs> and your favorite line in the film my favorite line of the film is he open the the door opens and he goes now where's my pussy like and he cuts off Puss- his two daughters run at him and yeah he's like oh hey girls like that it's, yeah it's not such a can you imagine walking it's into like, your home and saying because i think they're, they're his nieces aren't they i think because oh, he yeah. doesn't oh, have any kids of course yeah because her it's his sister. wife's sister is there yeah. visiting yeah yeah um then it's so it, it turns out that link's wife or girlfriend whatever she is mm-hmm. is dozer and tank's sister yes. from the matrix one yeah and they did they did. They did. Yeah. So we we didn't see Tank die, did we? No, about Do- Dozer. One of those two. Oh, oh they died off screen then. Well, did, well, oh, he's the one who saves the, them. From yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he was still alive, so they must have they must have died in the meantime. Oh yeah. During all the savings. And so she's she is really upset because she says all the other ships have come home much more often than Nebuchadnezzar has. Yeah. And, um, and obviously her family have died on. Or, or, bad mm. stuff's happened to her family on that ship so she kind of doesn't like link on it she says she literally i think she says morpheus is crazy yeah. so she clearly doesn't care that much for him yeah and so there's that little bit of tension there that he kind of he talks her around kind of says that he but he believes in what they're doing and yeah it's kind of cool it's kind of yeah. then it's kind of weird again thinking about how morpheus like you've got to trust me and then yeah like, yeah he seems to really trust him yeah also morpheus during that previous thing uh he had a line which is something like the the machines will not get to Zion. I know this or something. He like yeah. he like gives them like a promise that the machines will not get to Zion. Yeah, it's like that's something to to remember. Was for. that to the council? Yeah, he yeah. says that to the council. He's like, I promise you, the machines will not get there because of the prophecy. Hmm. 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 Indeed. Hmm. Morpheus. Uh, my next point is about they have a big gathering. The big. Yeah. And it's so also it... kind of well. This is kind of weird because there's all these people in these kind of caves. It's a really cool looking sea sets. Yeah. Um, and the. Counts the council leader person is is addressing everyone. Yeah, and um and he says I I give you Morpheus cool line, mm. but he kind of it's like a prayer meeting, isn't it? There's, say yeah. they're like having a prayer. It's literally yeah, it's that a gathering a came praying. Yeah, he so the councilman is doing a prayer, and yeah. then he introduces Morpheus to give a talk base or and, give and, a speech. And Morpheus basically says, you know, the crowd man. love him as well. Oh yeah, everyone loves him. And I, the reason they love him is because do you remember what he's wearing? Yeah, like. 
imagine like the you know a vicar in white and then they have the green thing that goes around their neck yeah. just take away the white thing and just have the green thing but in brown kind of all red and it's long it goes down and it's sleeveless yeah and he's wearing nothing underneath it's yeah, just it's, bare, it's chest, bare chest bare chest uh, his, his guns are out yeah and, Big old and, he, guns. and he gives his talk to them saying you know these the, the machines are coming but they they're not going to get to us we're going to fight back we can beat them you know? yeah and, and everyone's like yeah and, yeah yeah and then um big rallying cry yeah chest and stomach out is right uh then it turns into a big rave then we have the second <laughs> most confusing scene in yeah. the film yeah probably <laughs> so there's a big old rave but he and he he said it one of those lines just before he's like he's yeah. like we will show them that we are we will make them here like us yeah, kind of yeah. type thing and it's just like no i think you're meant That's to be like opposite. hiding yeah, from yeah. them kind of like and he's like we will yeah make them feel us and stuff um then so the rave starts and then then we get the confirmation of the sexual tension with naobi yeah because everyone's oh, dancing and then she comes and says like oh from memory you were very good with dancing you were very good at dancing yeah he says, and then he goes well some things never change like yeah that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun absolutely. Line. and then the commander comes over and sort of cock blocks him yeah um Oh, no, and then, it... and then he goes, some things do change. Like that, and walks off. And yes. like, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, really. You've got her. Yeah. Um, D- have, we, she, ha- have we established that they used to be together? Yeah. I think we have established Yeah, we that. have a like, because Young... someone says to Neo, once Neobi was with Morpheus, now she's with Locke. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, my, the, I, I get the tension with her and Morpheus, the, mm. the sort of sexual tension between yeah. them, but her and Locke, just, she seems to just hate him. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, why yeah, is yeah. she with this yeah, guy? Yeah, exactly. Why did she get it from Morpheus? I suppose Morpheus is like, always away, isn't he? Yeah. Um, anyway, so then, Big Rave Gone Sexual. Mm-hmm. That would be the title of this YouTube video. Yeah, if it was a Big YouTube Sweaty video. Rave. That's the, that's the name of this episode's podcast, by the way. Big Rave Gone Sexual. I'm telling you that right now. That's We're, the name of done. this podcast. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Um, Swe- uh, so we cut between the big rave the music's going on i didn't i can't remember i didn't hate the music it's really tribally at first yeah, and then it turns into like a dance song sort of more techno, yeah like. yeah yeah um and we cut between everyone sort of dancing and like grinding like links there with his wife like just like so much grinding on each other and then so much and we cut from there to um neo and trinity uh just they're just going out yeah yeah and it's i've written that keanu is sweaty yeah he's the sweat Lots of sweat there's, everywhere. There's saliva yeah. between their lips. Yeah. There's bodies there's touching. Bod- and lots of. Well, I tell you what. There's there's bodies there's entering. Some, there's some boobies. Yeah. There is some boobies in this. I scene. don't know if you see her. I don't think you see lots hers. of side boob. But there's, there's lot. There's lots of. There's lots of um, see-through tops. I I'm, I saw some boobies. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this is a fifteen. Yeah. Is it a fifteen? Yeah. I is it? I don't know. I didn't check. The first one's definitely a fifteen. Oh, okay. This one could it have got is. away, but it must be a 15 because it's sex. Well, actually, because there, yeah, there is a full-blown sex scene, which yeah. is this bit. Yeah. Um, and it's a, and I, I wrote it's a very long scene. Yeah. That we were constantly cutting back across, and it's, it's kind of almost, well, I don't know if it's too long, but it's like, it's... Yeah, it gets a bit uncomfortable. It's a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then, so they're having sex. Everyone's, you know, there's boobies out all over the place. There's also lava in okay. the room. In there's the cave, lava. there is literally just like pools of lava thus being why they're melting slowly yeah sweating so much it's ridiculous <laughs> i didn't even clock I, do you know what? i was too busy i was my attention was elsewhere yeah on I the sex obviously Clip. um dirty mind. yeah so sex scene and it's not kind of like i don't think it's actually it's quite a good no like, oh, well i don't know good it's quite a good sex scene it's not yeah, um, that's right. it's not overly it's not like uh 
it's not like sort of a pornographic sex no, scene. It's, no, it's like a, they're making oh, love. these people are like in love, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Then, really cool moment, Neo is sort of on top mm. of Trinity looking down on her, and then it flashes to him seeing Neo, uh, him seeing Trinity fall down out of that building and get yeah, shot. and get shot. And then and he's dying. kind of shocked, and then they he, sort of he, just Yeah, he rolls over and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of kills the mood. For yeah, him. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that's a real. Do you know what? So this this whole scene is super weird, a little bit too long. Yeah. But good. Yeah. Because it it calls back to that bit of the Trinity uh, mm. with about her dying, mm. and then I said there's two really good transitions here, mm-hmm. or cuts, which is what well, they're not very good at usually. Yeah. To, I didn't write it down, but I said that like, great scene transition to Morpheus first. Yeah. He has a little line or something before the end. Yeah. Can't remember what it is. I should have written it down. I don't think I've got a note of it. Then there's another cool transition to in the Matrix to a phone ringing. And I said yes. that's a cool cut. Yeah, it w- two cool cuts there in, in really quick succession. Yeah, this next scene though was so rushed. Like, like so, so, but this is a really important scene. Yeah, it's I, so important, and it's like because they don't just, call back to this very often. No. So, so yeah, what happens is you've got two of the two of the other guys. Who have stayed in the Matrix, right? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. From when Morpheus asked them to? Yeah, oh, they think they've received something. They receive a chip from someone. Is this the message from the Oracle? Yes, this is the message from the Oracle they've received. Yeah. So the first guy who's got it goes through the phone, goes, gets back into the real life. Yeah. The second guy, just as he's about to do it, Agent, Agent Smith, Smith comes in and puts his hand into his stomach, which is the first time we see this. Mm-hmm puts his hand into his stomach like it's a sword yeah and then like takes him over like liquid comes out from the hand and goes over his whole body and turns him into a, another smith did you write down what smith's cool line is when he does it no i didn't i wrote down. what is it it's one of my weird lines oh yeah i love this he goes smith will suffice oh so weird like that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> smith will suffice <laughs> so weird and but then once there's two smiths yeah one of them picks the phone up. Exactly. And, and you see it and it sucks through the phone. And then we don't touch on that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But that is like, that's like straight up, right, the main bad guy has just infiltrated the the real Design, world team, yeah. kind of, yeah. basically. And it was done within 10 seconds in the film. Yeah. It's so, it's so important. And I just felt, I wrote down rushed and underlined it loads because I was like, I didn't, I didn't get it. It's funny because I, I then, I've sort of then, my next three things that I wrote down are kind of just general points about the film. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So my first one is saying that it's, it's kind of the opposite of what you should say. It's so, it's so slow. Mm. And that's just, not obviously just that scene, but like everything is like, it took its time introducing us to Link and then to, what Neo and Trinity are doing, the long scene of the rave. Mm. It's so slow. Yeah. Like nothing really has happened in terms of like actually stuff apart from Trinity at the beginning. Yeah. There's no sort of. Yeah. Then my next, my next point was actually, no, I'll say this bit. Then. So then, no, uh, I wrote down, there's no respect. If you've not watched Matrix one, screw you. Like, man, this film, you will not know what anything is going on. Like. Yeah. So, and obviously, you know, you, you can expect that, but like this one especially. Yeah, like, this is not... You don't, you don't watch the first Matrix film, like, dude, like, yeah. get out of here. Um, Neo then talks to the councilman. Yeah, well, so I, I was just going to, on your points there, oh, yeah, I was going to, I kind of also had a similar feeling where you were kind of thinking about it being slow, was this is the point, roughly this kind of point, for me, I was like, this film now feels way 
bigger in scope than the first film. The first film felt very, here's a group of people, here's a bad threat, let's defeat it. And that's it, kind of like, now you've got an entire civilization you're dealing with, like, multiple, like, so many more side characters are brought into it. Yeah. Um, there's an even wider threat and all of that, and we're dealing with the end of the world type of scenario. Like, it's suddenly the scope of the film. Obviously, the first film talked about big ideas, but it never really actually went much further, kind of, like, expanding on them now this is the expansion of that yeah. it feels um which i th- i think i quite en- enjoyed actually i think i like i like the fact that we're now seeing everything else in this world yeah um because i i generally did find it really interesting like and, and just the whole idea of the matrix and everything it's just really it's such a different pace from the first one yeah because the first one is like boom boom yeah. boom this scene massive action scene this weird uh, information from Morpheus massive action scene mm. like this. whereas this one is like okay little action scene now what are these characters doing yeah filling in little bits of information introducing all these new things which it's, which that I think that's again another shift in what is this film trying to do yeah it was what I think it was a question I asked kind of at the end of the, the last episode was the film felt like it was half action film half think piece yeah. this one now kind of feels like it's right we're going more think piece Mm-hmm. kind of here we're, we're we're trying to flesh out everything which is good but then sometimes the fleshing out isn't that great so so yeah anyway he he talks to the council and then this is one of my main things so i've i've made little big i made sort of points as i went through and this is where we really get the first um major theme that is going to run through this film and i think the third one as well which is yeah which is the theme of why versus how Yes. And that's what this the council says. So he, he basically looks at into this and says, right, you see that machine over there? Mm. That has to do with water purification or the, the moving water around. Now, I don't know I don't know how this thing works. I don't yeah. know how it does this. I don't know how it needs to. But I know why we need it. Yeah. I know why we need this thing. And um and it brings into this idea and it's something that is gonna constantly come up whenever mm-hmm. you know, normally when Neo talks to like the Oracle or the architects, yeah, people yeah. like that, that the the theme of it's not important how something happened because things have already happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's important yeah. why. Yeah. Why is it? In, why has this happened? Why did you decide to do this instead yeah. of that? And I think that's quite. It's a really cool little um, uh, way of doing it. it actually, <laughs> do you know what it reminded me of? That conversation. It reminded me of the emperor's conversation with Anakin in yeah. Revenge of the Sith, where they sort of and they talk about um, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah, so yeah. It kind of yeah. reminded me because it's kind of like a really important plot point, which is just kind of thrown in and yeah. Um, and it's an old man talking to a young yeah, man, yeah. kind of walking and around on a balcony. Kind of, like, yeah, it kind of, yeah. It's quite, um, but it's a cool, it's a cool little uh, scene. Like yeah, because he t- he talks about the machines keeping them alive. Um, yeah. So therefore, are we reliant on the machines? It's about even control. Though, yeah, the control. even though yeah, the control of machines. Even so, machines are keeping them alive, but the machines are also coming to kill them and stuff. So yeah, I, I enjoyed that whole little bit. Um, yeah. Again, expanding on the idea of this being more of a think piece type film yeah. than an action film. Um, I did say though that Neo as a character at this point, when discussing this whole machines, yeah, yeah. Stu- like controlling and stuff, is, he's very black and white in his answers. Mm-hmm. He's very, um, well, no, we have control. We have free will. We can do what we want. Kind of like, and yeah. it, it, like every, every one of his answers isn't 
the councilman is very much like trying to open up an idea and not just have a yes or no answer. Yeah, yeah. And Neo is very much like, no, just yes or no. Okay, so my next point is Neo fights a guy, and I can't remember the guy's name, but you do. Um, He's the guy that he fights. Seraph. The, yeah. And it's really similar to him when he fights Morpheus in, in Series 1, in The Matrix. Yeah, is there stuff on, that happens uh, in between? Uh, well, they receive the chip from the Oracle. Yeah. Then, as they're leaving to go back in to go back inside to go visit the oracle i think mm-hmm. um the bad guy which i wrote down in question mark is his name bane yeah it is, is yeah, it it's bane? bane yeah. yeah okay so he is waiting in a corridor and he's like cutting his hand he's like yeah, slicing yeah, yeah. his hand open and i think it's because it's obviously smith and he's like is this real? Is well, I think he's just, isn't like? he just holding onto the knife? Really? No, he's literally, he, cut, he he's like, it? he's like okay. cutting down his hand. It's disgusting. Yeah. I think it's Smith, like trying to feel real life and what, what reality is. And he's going to go and like shank. Well, yeah, he like, he like flicks out the knife. He's walking behind Neo and that lot. And then just as he gets there, someone says his name or something. Yeah. And they all turn around and he's just like, oh, I just wanted to like give you my best regards or something for this journey and we don't really know that smith we can kind of guess we can guess and he, he talks in a similar fashion oh. he talks in quite a sinistery feeling way yeah, yeah. and quite to the point um yeah uh survival depends not on ships at zion councilman and the commander just more arguing about the councilman yeah, and all yeah. of that um and yes now Neo goes back into the Matrix and he is in like Japan. He goes into like yeah. a dojo type of place. It's really similar to the Morpheus fight. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And, and he meets Seraph, yeah. And he fight and he fights him and then there's another weird line. Yeah. yeah. So they fight and then and then Seraph's like, Okay, cool. Stop. Yeah. And then so he goes, Well, you don't you do not truly know someone until you fight them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh, really? Okay. Okay. Basically he's then like a guard, he's like a keep Yeah, they, well, he, t- for... he goes like back door. Yeah, so he, so he, I think I wrote it down, he said, yeah, they're going to the back door, um, and at that point, the Nebuchadnezzar, when they're tracking him, they can't suddenly see him, because yeah. he's kind of off the mainframe mm. when you go into these back doors, um, which Neo has heard before, he mentions, oh, these back doors or something, so he kind yeah. of knows that this thing exists. Um, Sees the Oracle, they yeah. get, so they, if they put him out, and he's out in this little square, and there's um, a part bench and the oracles there some pigeons some pi- feeding some pigeons and people sort of walking around around yeah. him um she's she, a program yeah she kind of reveals she's a she's a program mm. um and so he's sort of like oh can i trust you yeah and that's kind of comes back later on doesn't it big thing of trusting and she she's like she's like um yeah because the choice is already made for whether she offers him like sweets that. doesn't she yeah um, yeah and he's like, well, is that, do I really have a choice? Uh, sorry, that's, I, was, I was trying to work out a line of what I wrote. And uh, your choice thing just then mentioned. He, she says to him, oh, take a seat. And then he like, yeah. a couple of seconds later, he sits down. He's like, I felt like sitting. Yeah. And she's like, I know. Of course. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so you kind of get the, you get the impression that her, um, her whole outlook on everything is that everything has been determined already. So yeah. every kind of choice and decision has been made. She knows what Nia's going to do. She knows about the suite. She knows about him sitting down. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about the prophecy, the dormant. We'll come back to that in a second. Yeah. But then my next main point, that I, like I said, was 
so er, basically what they're building up to is everything is going to come down to the tr- the idea of free will yeah because they're, they're all saying well no the de- you've already made the decision the reason yeah. is why and i think obviously they're kind of building up to being the point where actually no he's not made the decision yet mm. and it's going to be he's going to have this moment where he can actually he's going to choose yeah he's going to yeah, really yeah, yeah. choose something and throw stuff off and that's yeah it's kind of a cool build up to that yeah absolutely but, yeah 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 the and i think she also kind of talks about how she's interested in the future and she wants to work together so she she kind of basically says yeah do you trust me like it's all cool yeah i'm good i'm a good I'm good um, um she tells him about the prophecy the path of the one and there'll be a door made of light mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she gives him a bit of paper saying be here at this time yeah and uh, does he talk also uh, is that the similar point where he talks about having a choice about trinity dying because do they talk about the dream yeah that's it yeah you've, she says like, oh you've seen her die haven't you yeah yeah and he's and again he's like do i have the choice and he's like oh if neo fails then zion fails or i also lines. read so she must they must mention the key maker because it's i wrote down oh they need the key maker she says you need the key maker um and he's being held by the merovingian Merov- something yeah. i think it's merovingian is how you say it um, um then i wrote down in capitals too much talking fight now fight because oracle leaves with uh seraph yeah they leave back through the door they say um, yeah their time's kind of gone agent smith immediately the second that door closes mr anderson yeah and then he has some interesting he has an interesting line here which kind of backs up what i was thinking about the free will theme Mm. because one of the things that he says was like uh i watched you die and then i uh, and you did the same to me and i knew the rules i knew what i had to do but i couldn't yeah he knew the rules about what he's supposed to die yeah yeah but he couldn't yeah um, and again, it's, a, it's free will again. He, yeah. he feels like he's made the choice. And he's now disobeying what he yeah. should be doing. Um, um, then, basically, they start fighting. Then, oh, oh no, sorry, no, they're talking. And then another smith yes. comes from another angle. Multiple and smith. then another one and another one. And he's like encircled by seven or eight smiths. He then... Um, yeah, and then he does the hand into the hand thing. into Neo. Uh, the others hold him back. Just and as then, it's about to get, get all over him. Neo like pushes it back, back pushes basically. it back away, and then he, then they start fighting. Big big fight. Um, a few things to talk about <coughs> in this fight. Yeah, it's quite, a, it's a cool scene. This, but, um, so basically the way it works is there's all these Hugo weaving Agent Smiths around mm. attacking Neo, and there's a lot of really obvious like body double. Yeah, like stuff straight up just other people's just other people. Like. Yeah completely uh, some of the shots it's like oh yeah they've actually done it properly and he's there so I, I looked at this fight scene took 22 days to film 22 days yeah so obviously Bloody getting yeah. hugo weaving into different positions oh yeah, yeah yeah um yeah. i said so that there's a lot more there's a lot of wire work in this bit as, as well which looks which looks good as it always yeah. does a normal a normal agent does turn up as well and smith and then turns smith, him yeah. into a smith um one thing i just wanted to add on the fighting up until this point as well is actually when comparing against like recent films and tv it's they the editing is obviously snappy and stuff but it's not that snappy which means you actually get to watch the fights Mm. so many films nowadays are so shaky cam jump cuts everywhere that you can't really ever work out where someone is what someone's doing you just see like action these are really really like each shot is like a couple of seconds each time you, you get 
movements and actions happening by both characters so you know where they are in the scene mm. I, I made a, i made a little note on it for the serif one in that it, that i felt it did that really well i could see everything that was happening i felt i could watch the fight and not just feel confused about what was yeah, what was going yeah. on um, um so good job on that the rest so the rest of my points this fight are all negative though yeah so, so it's, it's quite a cool spectacle yeah um every now and then you have uh, CG Keanu Reeves and Hugo and yeah, it, looks, which or, it is, looks dreadful it looks dreadful and it's also so confusing because the first time it comes in is when he pulls the pole out of the floor so yeah well so I've basically said so there's, but there's little bits before that every now and then mm. then when so I said it goes fully CG at points with the pole yeah. so there's, there's, a, there's probably like at times like 30 seconds or so yeah where it is just CG, yeah. where it's just CG Keanu and a few CG Hugo Weavings, yeah. and it looks dreadful. Yeah. It looks so bad. Like the like the face is like everything looks so bad. In it. And yeah. obviously, maybe at the time it looked a lot better than it does now looking back. But like, yeah, oh man, I do remember back then when I watched it on DVD after it came out, thinking, "Ooh, this doesn't look that great." Yeah, like it was quite obviously. But what I, what really confused me is the main time they go full CGI is when he gets the pole. And then, like, after 30 seconds, it goes back to him fighting with the pole. In real, he's got mm. the pole and he keeps on fighting. Then it switches back to being full CG. And I was like, I could have got that maybe they needed to do full CG when he had the pole. Like, if that yeah. was the reason, they couldn't do the proper fighting with the pole or something like that. But then to have him fight in real life with the pole, it was like, well, why, why was the CG there? Other than maybe him flying yeah. around kind of a bit and some cool... My- yeah, my other problem with this fight is that Smith, like Smith in one, is, is a massive threat. Yeah, and in this, he's fighting. And actually, so there's eighty Smiths. Is there eighty? There's eighty, which okay. I'll bring that back up in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, eighty of them, and obviously Neo is like maybe yeah, maybe fair enough. Neo should still beat them. Whatever. Yeah, because Neo like, is he he's getting more powerful as yeah, it's yeah. going on, kind of. But he's doing stuff like jumping on jumping between them yeah like and that's supposedly and then why are they not just grabbing him yeah like and it, they they look stupid they yeah. look really kind they of look, weak and yeah they look like because at the beginning of this film when he fights those other couple of agents in the alleyway type thing he completely balls them over like it's, yeah, it's, yeah even yeah. though they've been upgraded he defeats them super super simply yeah but smith is different and yeah, yeah. He, in this he doesn't act different to them no. he just acts like a he, normal agent which even they've now been kind of demoted to foot soldiers. Yeah. Like, they're not actually special anymore compared to Neo. Ha- having the fight with against Satan is cool and a cool yeah. spectacle, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it just cheapens who he is and makes him seem a joke. Yeah. Abs- um, absolutely. Also, eight, he's fighting 80 Smiths, yeah? Yeah. That's not even the... That, so, Kill Bill Volume 1 came out the same year, the crazy 88. It's not even the oh, biggest... Oh, my like, goodness. Fight. It's not even the biggest one on... 80 odd people fight there's been that year that's a very good point and I just that, wanted to bring that up that, yeah. that struck me when that, I saw that's two points off its score exactly. straight away um, and then obviously the, the ending of it is they, they dogpile on him yeah um, and one of them gets near his face and, and did you notice what he said I, I, I didn't write it down so he says it is inevitable inevitable he went full Thanos yeah, like, that was full yeah. Thanos line before yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, it's quite cool um, isn't it from the first one? There's something about inevitability. Yeah, or something yeah. he says. Um, that's his line. I, lo- I love and it. And then he like 
Superman. Super Saiyans, Superman's up and flies away. Yeah. And then um, that la- there's a last shot where they all kind of just stand there and walk around. And some of them are just not Hugo Weaving. Yeah, some of the yeah, people yeah. are just not Hugo Weaving yeah. there in that scene. The, the sound effects in this battle are shocking. Oh, there's like full on like bowling strike noises yeah. where he throws where he kicks, one of them. Yeah, he kicks, he kicks them back through them. Through Do you know and what? It sound, it's someone throwing a bowling ball and hit, getting a strike. There's like... I, it's just weird all the noises that happen. We, it's we so over-exaggerated. Before we recorded the first Matrix one, we kind of talked a little bit about what we thought about the film. And yeah. That. We haven't really talked at all about what we think about this film. Yeah. Um, and I, I meant to sort of ask what our general feeling was at the beginning. Sure, but sure, I'll do sure. it at the end. We'll do it at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I've got a fair few negatives with this film. Yeah. And all of them are from the action scenes. And this this was, which again... Which crazy. What I from re-watching these films which i found it so interesting and was kind of my, my and one other scene of, sorry which i'll come yeah, into yeah. a bit but yeah my big point with the first one was that like i was like i felt confused as to what th- the first film was good a very good film I yeah think. very yeah. good film. for me if i like oh no I don't, we're not going to rate anything but I, in yeah. my head i'm like oh it's like a seven eight out of ten yeah film. yeah yeah i wanted it though actually to lean more into its think piece stuff because it felt at times sometimes like the action is there just because a big action film is the only way to make money and that's what you had to do and i feel like when this film then leans on those tropes it's now not fresh and new in what it's doing because the matrix one has come before it and now it's kind of it's like just adding up the numbers to make it better and that doesn't really work i don't well, think well, let's let's get there because the next two action scenes just really irritated me and I'll t- we'll talk about them a bit okay um but so we go from there i i've just got us then going to the weird the merovingian guy or the french merovingian um yeah there was a little bit of the council where they talk about they need two volunteers to go and help out the nebuchadnezzar i also just switched off on the council bits from now on. yeah Locke lock is just like no no one's gonna do this one random guy puts up his hand and then his wife oh yeah 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 um Naomi, yeah she volunteers, puts, she volunteers and he's um, like, okay so they go and meet the guy weird french guy um, yeah he's married to monica bellucci yeah Mon- he yep. neo's also commented that the code in this building feels different it feels weird mm. he's noticed that every single floor is rigged with bombs yeah as well so something feels off to him um, Monica Bellucci is giving Neo the sex eyes. Mm. She's looking at Neo and lust. She, there's eyes. lust in her gaze. Yeah, um, the Frenchman's a baddie because French Frenchmen are always baddies. Yeah, and then he he has a whole he has a really long monologue. Yeah, and he talks about you know there's a sort of attractive woman sat sort of behind them and she he says that basically he's made something whereby she eats this pudding and then well so he so he I think he describes himself as a trafficker of information so he's one of the things he says and why he settles on French is because he's he's learned every language there is but he just loved the way that swearing sounds in French so oh, that's yeah, why yeah. he settles on I should have looked up what he said in the translation yeah yeah I didn't I, know, I, I recognise merd yeah I yeah that, but. he um he said it, it's um swearing in French sounds like wiping your ass with silk is one of the lines nice. he says um and he, yeah, so he, he's all about information and getting as much information as he can. So that's why he is speaking in French because he knows every language and he's decided yeah. this is his favourite one. Um, and he's written this programme, which is the cake, because yeah. he's, he's, he's interested in how things can change people basically yeah and so she eats this cake and then you get this really weird sort of matrix of you thing where it goes down sort of between her legs it's kind of weird and yeah she sort of gets up and goes to the toilet well she yeah gets up and goes off and i'm like did I she just she, orgasm yeah I think or she just 
did she orgasm. just wee herself? I don't think she did either. <laughs> I don't think she did either. I think but it was an orgasm. Yeah. Um, Neo can see the code of the cake happening as well. It goes yeah, full on green. It's weird. He talks about causality and choice being an illusion. Yeah, so, so again, talking his about big choice. Rant, again, his big monologue. Um, I kind of zoned out a little bit with this. but So the creepy twins are there. Yeah. Um, Monica Bellucci. Okay, so then, then they get up. And then they go and they're like, oh man, what the hell? Because he basically says, I'm not going to give you the key maker or all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, so he 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 also repeats that why is what separates yeah. them, kind of. Um, he talks about the Oracle's time being almost up. And then like he talks about destiny and choice. Obviously, that's being the big kind of things. But he, yeah, he basically says, I know why you're here. I've been expecting you. Um, I'm not going to give you the, the guy because I'm not. I want to be more powerful, basically, is what he yeah. says. And I was like... I was a bit confused as like, why did he even meet with them then if yeah. his answer was just to say no? Because he could have just sent them a letter saying, no, you're not having and it. And you get he's a bit of a show off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, creepy twins. Then they go in the elevator down and then it stops right? because they say, well, why, why are we here? And then Morpheus is like, well, everything happened as it should have. There's a reason why we're here. And it stops. Monica Bellucci is there and says, and he's like, and she gives an indecent proposal. She says, I'll give you the keymaker if Neo gives me a kiss. Mm, and it's got to be just like with Trinity. Yes. And then Trinity pulls a gun out. Whoa. And he's like, how about I just kill you or something like that? And I'm like, Damn, How about you take a bullet from this gun or yeah, something like, like that? Yeah, I'm like, dude, it's just a kiss. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not like, I don't know. But um, yeah, she seems really upset that he's going to kiss her. And then Neo yeah, just does. she's distraught. Well, he kisses her. He kisses her once. She's and like, she's nah, like, nah, that's not fair. Well, then... she said, but before he kisses her, she says, look, if I don't give you the keymaker, um, you can just kill me. And then he kisses her and she goes, oh no, not good enough. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're going to die then. Yeah, bye. <laughs> What's going on? And um, then, but then he kisses her again. He, I wrote down, blown. player Neo. Yeah, it's like, he like, full like, oh, like, on takes off right. his glasses. Oh, off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like walks and he's just like, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, I envy you to Trinity after that. Yeah, yeah, because she hasn't she hasn't felt love for a long, long time and stuff like that, so yep. that's why she wants this bit. And then underline, sex drives us. Ooh, mm, think about that. Sex. Everything is driven by sex. Uh, well, the, th- the love, <laughs> his love for Trinity comes back later, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, then she takes them to the keymaker. There's a bit where she shoots a guy. and Well, she does the whole... Why does she tell the other guy to go and tell her husband? I Why? didn't get that. Well, she surely just kill him. She does a close. She closes a door and yeah. then opens it, and it's a different place. So there's this oh, whole yeah, yeah. concept of that this place they're in, or something around these programs in this the key, area. The keys. The keys. Yeah, yeah. Is is you unlock into a different area. Um, yeah. She, so then they just go and get the keymaker. So then they get the keymaker. Yeah. And I wrote down. So the keymaker. He's in a big room full of keys. Mm-hmm. Cool. He makes yep. keys. I don't know what I was expecting. It's kind of like that Arrested Development meme. He's like, oh, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, it's just this little guy. Um, well, sorry, just small side note, actually. Oh, yeah. Back with um, Merovingian's speech. Is that when he talks about... Uh, no, it's the Oracle did the little speechy bit earlier about the vampires, yes. the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Oracle or Merovingian? It's the Oracle, yeah. The Oracle. So she's talking about... Uh, what is it? Is it that... The idea of choice, whenever you hear a story about a vampire or a ghost Ghost, or things like that, angels, you have a choice to believe whether that's real or not, basically. And that's that's the Matrix working to sort of keep 
keep everything the way it so that it, it, it keeps it real and you keeps head. it real feeling i quite i think i quite liked it's it it's a cool that's cool that's, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. but then what i was confused i wrote down uh with the when um monica bellucci walks into the room and there's the two guys who she says are like old code yeah. so like they're old things they've kept in a back door here because they're easy to to dispose of if they need to she then says something along the lines of like um oh like she says something along the lines of like oh i always keep silver bullets in my gun yeah and i was like are you is this indicating that they're vampires i'm not sure what was going i don't even know what that point of that was. yeah like it, it was like that's such an interesting thing to say about silver bullets because silver bullets kill vampires don't they i think they kill werewolves werewolves sorry werewolves again but like continuing that like hang on a second something's a bit odd here yeah um yeah so so they get the keymaker they bust him out and his line is they say are you the keymaker and he's like yes i'm the keymaker i was like cool well hang on Good i'm one. gonna get you to him in a oh minute. sorry okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to this dude in a minute yeah trust me i'm gonna I'm yeah, I'm yeah, lose yeah. my i'm gonna lose my shit this guy um, anyway <laughs> so then they get him out they go back to that cool entrance hall with yeah. the stairs on either side and then we get that bullet scene so yeah the, the the bullet scene of the matrix yeah yeah, yeah yeah they all unload i think there's like four or five guys about five four about yeah five, five i think five and they five, they six. all shoot and neo is just like puts his hand up all these bullets stop and then he puts his hand down they all drop to the floor um sick awesome yeah really yeah, cool yeah. moment then that whole scene just i don't know like I don't, I didn't understand what the rules are of this fight because yeah. why are all these people so strong? Yeah. For, like, so my, my thing is, why are all these people so strong? Why doesn't he just stab these people? Because he does it some, two, mm. twice. Mm. Why doesn't he just do it when he yeah. gets the chance to? And <laughs> why is it so long? There is like, <laughs> also like no blood. I was well, so confused. Well, there there by is this. because, and, it, and this is one thing I wanted to mention earlier is, there's like two uses of blood in this whole film. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah. Which is when he blocks the sword. Yeah. And you see his arm, his hand it's, is kind of cut. Yeah. And also when the bullet goes into Trinity when she's shot, there's a splash of blood. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. quite like that there's the sort of lack of blood because it makes mm-hmm. it like when there is, it's like, oh, More shit. impactful. It's yeah, like, yeah. I get that. Oh, like the, they, the guy, one of the guys sees the blood and, and that yes, kind of eggs and the, them and on. They, he, he says, see, uh, Merovingian oh, yeah, says, he's only a man. see, he's only a man um, why, in here. Why are all these people so strong? Who are these well, people? Well, I, I, I don't know for certain, but I think maybe the idea being that this building they're in is kind of Merovingian's code temple place type thing. And that these guards like written by him kind of to some degree. So are they overpowered because of that? Like yeah. the twins also can do. They, we've I don't even want to tr- talk about the twins in a minute. I want to okay, get I'll to believe. them, man. Okay. Um, um, so the twins go off and they chase the keymaker and Neo, keymakers uh, run off. Morpheus and Trinity, and they yeah, yeah. And Neo's fighting these guys on his own. Yeah. Um, lots of swords. So there's all sorts of weapons around. in the wall. It's, it's it's cool in theory, and they're all jumping around. They can all jump. And then one of the people he's fighting is this like weedy little Asian guy with mm. long black hair. And like every time that I see him in that fight, it just takes me out of it. Yeah, like there's because there's Guy, a he's in he's in whitish bits. clothes, he's isn't he? White creamy suit. white, yeah. And there's a bit where he's got a he's he fights Neo and he's got a shield and Neo like has these sort of Raphael I don't know what they're called you know Raph, the like Ninja Turtles type things. and he stabs it through the shield and one into his cloak closing yeah. and the guy can't work out how to get out of it when all he needs to do is let go of his hand on the shield. I I think what happens you're right about him not being able to let go. Yeah. When Neo does that, though, he also punches him in the face and knocks him out. Yeah. What's back, What's like 
he also there is a second where he's like he could just let go and walk yeah. off it comes back to him and there's a shot of him like re-waking up right. and then he pulls the thing out he doesn't even let go he pulls it out of the wall and I was like why can't he do that a minute so and then but then so I'm like so first in my head I'm like okay well this guy's dumb and yeah. he's taking me out of the fight he's fighting all the other people that's fine then they get down to the bottom and he picks up this I don't even know what that thing is he picks up this huge weapon that's like it's, it's got like spikes on the end but it's, it's, it's like twice the size of him imagine like a gladiator stick take yes. off the other end and then the end that's still on there that looks like a cotton bud or something like spikes all over it now it's mental I don't know if you saw this moment in this film mm-hmm. he picks this thing up so there's a Neo's fighting guys in the front and he's just standing there well no because what happens is he picks it up yeah and he he trips, does he? he oh, I didn't like, see his, that. His foot slips from out from from under him, oh. and it's it's in the film. But it's like the attention is drawn because he's picked this massive yeah, old yeah, weapon yeah. up and he swings it and he misses and all that. And then eventually he's killed by that weapon. Because like. this guy, man, I don't yeah. like it's, it's so bad. Yeah. And then um, that's kind of the, that's like the very end of the fight, isn't it? Where he kills that. Well, guy, he he's fl- like jumps down and smashes it into his chest, and then yeah, it, it kind of you see it just yeah. impaled in him. You don't see him hit him with it, it no no, no it cuts to merovingian who's like ugh, kind of and he walks off closes the door neo runs after it he's in the opens it and he's in line, mountain range yeah um, so once again doors then i think there's a couple of hits in between but then you kind of from link tells neo that he's like 500 miles from where he needs to be and so he starts to fly like chase. yeah well yeah yeah because then morpheus and yeah morpheus and trinity are kind of half fighting the um the the twins yeah the the, the uh, the, t- the twins like who are trying to catch the keymaker. Uh, this then leads on to the like big set piece action scene in the film. Yeah. So they, you know, they they eventually get into cars. They escape the car park where the the twins sort of catch up with them. Yeah. Can we talk about them being ghosts? Yeah. Or should we wait? Do you want to wait for that? Let's just let's talk about them now because when I th- when I used okay. to think of Matrix Reloaded, that Matrix Reloaded, sorry, the they were the sort of thing that stuck out in my head. These mm. two twins. Why are they in this film? Like. <sighs> Because my main issue with them is they are there. So they're there as kind of henchmen of the French dude. Yeah. They can ghost in and out of stuff. Yeah. Right. So they can make themselves kind of not tangibly there. Mm. How? Why? Like it's the, the problem is that they go to quite a lot of lengths to explain everything in these films. Yeah. And then they just don't. And then uh, when they people. don't, and that's, that's was, kind of my issue with them is it doesn't respect the rules that have been established for certain things and that includes their their explanation yeah the the film the films so far yeah going quite detail about how certain things work why Mm -hmm. things exist what why certain people are programs and stuff like that and why people aren't programs yeah and then it's just like here's these two unique looking people they can now become ghosts. Like, I understand that we're in the Matrix at this point, so therefore, kind of anything can go because this is a simulation, this is a program, this is, this is none of this is real. So that's why Neo can fly and things like that because he, he can yeah. control the powers of the Matrix in order but to I mean, let like... him do that. But why are these guys suddenly able to do that but no one else yeah. even close to that level of power? Like, that is amazing being able to like, do that. Neo could have done without and he was being piled on. Exactly. Exactly. Like the other thing as well is the look of them as well. Now, honestly, oh, they they look mm. they look ridiculous. Mm. Firstly, because they're obviously wearing these ridiculous wigs. Yeah. That 
make them look like they're half bald. Yeah, half bald. The and, and then dreads. it's just white dreadlocks. White dreads. Okay. Now the reason now this this is the reason they look like that yeah. is so that when they go to ghost form they've got these weird wavy yeah. dreads of their hair that wave out they look that's like it. a kind of witch type thing that's yeah. it and it doesn't it doesn't look cool no it's kind of bad yeah and like i don't know like cause it, it's, it's annoying because in my head i was like oh yeah this is the one with those weird kind of ghost people and yeah they're just dreadful they're not good they're, they're really so, not good. so bad it's, it's um, i understand also with the matrix there is this kind of like counterculture look about certain points of it like in the first film there are like kind of i'm gonna put in quotes weird looking characters and stuff yeah. so like they're continuing that but kind of they went a bit too far with these guys i think yeah um, absolutely and they they just get off in this scene like morpheus shoots the car that they're in and assume they maybe die yeah they, they blow they, up they, in the yeah. car and yeah so yeah so more morpheus like um go onto the freeway with trinity um, and she's like, don't go on the freeway, you're yeah. suicide. And he's like, well, I hope I was wrong. I yeah, was like, so the, the freeway scene is the big thing. And they basically what happened was they, they built the whole set for that. That is not a real freeway. That is something they made. Yeah. It cost £1.25 million Damn. to make this whole set, which is crazy. It's a mile yeah. and a half long. Yeah, which am I... Was it at that time... At that time, was it the biggest created... Yeah. Like, set. set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, uh, which is crazy, and yeah, there's some yeah. cool, mo- there's some really cool moments. And then something else, there was um, the normal agents turn up here, yeah, for a bit, and one of them jumps from mm-hmm. a from a, a car or a lorry onto a car bonnet, yeah. And I was like, oh, like why are you using the CG? Yeah, that's a practical effect. Wait, the car bonnet, the car that sort of like crushes yeah. under him, that's a practical effect. Oh, really? Yeah, I could, and because I paused, I rewound, and went back to him. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Because I was during this it's very impressive there are certain times when the cars turn into cg cars yeah, yeah yeah which makes sense but then there's other times where it's quite spectacular practical stuff happening at, the, at least him jumping and landing on the car that's practical wow okay crazy yeah i, I didn't I didn't expect that um now um, i kind of i think i sort of zoned out at a point because i was right i was writing a lot about the the, the damn twins yeah um Neo just comes in with the save, right? Yeah, so I, I've got a couple of notes about yeah, yeah, the, the car chase, which is probably yeah somewhere in the middle of that. Um, Naomi, uh, come like is like right, she's gonna try and help. Um, so she kind of gets into the matrix as well. Um, and she talks to Link. She's like, "Where do I go?" And he's like, "Just follow the sirens." And I was like, that line was like that's really not helpful <laughs> yeah, he should probably just tell her what freeway they're on <laughs> um there's also so much shooting at cars and not being able to hit someone yeah like so. clips and clips of machine guns <laughs> are unloaded on these cars and the cars are literally look like they just have holes all over them but the people in the car are absolutely fine yeah and um, there's a real disregard for the for the normal populace in this they're just killed yeah. off left right and center even the agents don't mind they just shoot straight through them um the agent jumping onto the car it getting destroyed he then jumps onto morpheus yep. car and at that point i was wondering why didn't he just use the same power he did just to destroy this car in the same way because he jumps onto it and just lands on it yeah. and he dents the bonnet a little bit um like there yeah there's so many shots that are shot into the side of the door with morpheus or in trinity driving i'm like are these like armor plated this is this chrysler no, armor painted it's no. not 
Um, Morpheus blows up the car, uh, which is kind of cool because he gets his oh, katana yeah, cool, out. And yeah, cool. oh, there's a little fight in they, the they car. They fight kind of on top of something as well, don't they? On a that's ju- a bit l- in a minute. That's yeah. with this, the agent. The the one of the twins ghosts into the car, and they have like a switchblade fight in the car, which is kind of cool as it's happening but also just it's got the twins so it's not and cool. the key maker is sat next to this guy just yeah. doing literally like at least trying to punch him i don't know yeah, like, yeah he's an elbow and every he's time just sat looked, there and, he, and it he doesn't even look that him. worried dude when in a minute I'll, in a minute I'm gonna get yeah to yeah and um, then yeah morpheus jumps out of the where well, they stop the car because the tire's been blown or something morpheus gets out gets his katana out um Trinity and the keymaker jump onto the motorbike lorry. Yeah. Um, Morpheus slices open the with his katana, um, his samurai sword, cuts open the twins' cars. It blows up. Then the agent doesn't, doesn't it flip and then he shoots flips. the yeah yeah he shoots, shoots like it. yeah yeah it blows up. Then the agents turn up. Morpheus thingy bobbies are on motorbikes. They're driving along. Shoot shoot shoot. Agent agent agent. Morpheus then gets on top of the van. Yeah. No, Trinity does something. Something happens to Trinity because it's just the keymaker and Morpheus on top of the van. It's I can't tr- remember now. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what happens to her. It's obviously not that important. They fight, have quite a, quite a cool fight on top of the van. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a point where he's doing like a handstand on the end because he gets flipped over. Yeah. And it's cool. Lots of fighting. And... They he beats Morpheus kind of an agent says, uh, well an agent says right find the exile and they've talked about earlier that programs that are done for are exiled mm-hmm. and destroyed so the keymaker is obviously yeah. an exiled program. Um, Naomi comes in and saves the day a bit, but not enough. The two agents then drive van the two lorries at each other whilst on top of it. They both crash. There's this huge slow mo CGI explosion and. Morpheus being like, Neo, if you can hear me, we use some help some now, sometime. Yeah, yeah. And Morpheus, uh, Neo, Superman's in, grabs him, flies off. Yeah. And it's that's, kind of it. yeah, that's kind of it with that scene. My next bit, they're back in the room where Morpheus gave Neo the pills, the pill choice. Yep, yep. From the first one. Um, There's a little bit of the machines drilling as well. So we see the machines for mm-hmm. the first time. Yep. Um, Yes, we're back on the old, uh, the old ch- red leather chairs. Um, oh, I didn't really write much down about this scene. It kind of well, there's a bit of a, like a story dump, kind of like that's yeah. where the keymaker is just like, right, this is everything you need to do. Here's let's plan our heist in ten seconds, kind of. Yeah. While it's also intercut with them doing some of it, I think. I think, or at I least think so, yeah. beginning to plan it. So there's a he. I think he. I wasn't 100% sure on some of these details, but basically there's a building. All of this is like, all of what they talk about is talking about a building, but when he's still calling it a building, he's actually talking about like a program or, or something like that or like code and stuff. So it's kind of interspersed with real life and not. Yeah. Um, They have to get there. It's super the highest because it has the door to the main to the yeah it's where near the core kind of type of thing light door thing yeah um um the door to the source so the door leads to the source so neo kind of is starting to get a bit worried and he he sort of says to he says to trinity look don't come in don't come into the matrix Mm. for this Um, yeah we promise me that you won't and she's like yeah dude yeah 
and she so she's like I'm gonna stay out of it. Mm-hmm. And she does. She doesn't go in with them when they Yeah. So it's Neo Morpheus and the Keymaker. Yeah. Are going into the building. Then you've got two other ships, which is Niobe's yeah. one and then the other the one. Other no one knows who he, yeah. what his name and is. And they will just like die. We well they, they die because the Sentinels find their yeah. ship. They blow destroy up. them. So they all die. So their part Niobe manages to destroy a power plant. Like power reactors is a really weird explosion that happens with her mm. kind of destroying that um the other guys were meant to cut off the emergency energy source yeah and they yeah. didn't do that then so it all goes down and then it comes back up and that's why trinity's like damn son i need to go I in. need to get in there I need to get in there um so she then manages to get the energy down yeah uh oh yeah oh, there's the worst sorry the worst deaths ever for the guys on that ship that do die by the um sentinels the sentinels bloody like (laughs) so one of them's got like a crippled leg one of them's got a crippled leg and he is so ridiculous the bloody gangway gives way (laughs) which is hinted at earlier because there's a shot of the there's a loose something on the gangway. oh is there oh i must have missed that (laughs) so the gangway gives in he falls down dies and then when he does that as well it like a bit of the gangway pokes into the other guy and there's like yeah, blood splats onto the oh there's a bit of blood there yeah actually, yeah, yeah. But it's very thick blood very thick then they the robots lob do their new lobbing bomb trick yeah um, um then so they're, they're working their way up to the where they need to be they go through a sort of back door again yes they're back they? into the the um, white corridors kind of so they're, yeah they're, and they're like how far through the is it and he's like oh it's just up here mr anderson smith is in the hall and he's like you, this is a dead end or something yeah, and then obviously all the doors open yeah all the smiths come out it's a big old fight doo, 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 and what then, does the key maker do nothing yeah he gets scared um, and unlocks the door and walks Neo, away yeah well he unlocks the right door so he unlocks he unlocks the door doesn't he where they need to go well initially smith comes out they start fighting there's a shot of the key maker just like looking a bit worried and then he's like, uh, he's looks, like looks around uh, and just I'm walks out. through a random <laughs> door yeah because he looks at his keys, look, walks around the door. Oh, and then does he come back the other comes side Comes back of the on fight. the other side of so the fight. So he opens the right door and then sort of, I guess he signals somehow to them. And Neo like picks Morpheus up. and Just as they were open, they open that door. Sorry, mm. as he opens that door, that is the point when the power had to be off. Oh, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. the entire building would blow itself oh, up as like a safety measure. So Trinity, so Trinity saves the day. Then Neo picks Morpheus up and flies, flies through, through, with the Smith, through the door. And they're shooting, and oh, the keymaker turns close, turns around, and he's being shot mm. numerous times, and he falls down, and he says, "Morpheus, you go through that door, and it will take you to safety, or whatever." Mm. Near, you go through that door, you'll know which door. Yeah, here's the key. You know, you'll know which door. Yeah, and he dies, and oh, he's the worst character, actor, everything. He's yeah. the worst. He just man. really doesn't do. His introduction, anything crap. Like his, his delivery, his lines are dreadful. His, his like thing, everything. his first line is, "Yes, I am the keymaker." It's like, well, no shit. You've got keys like, literally everywhere in this room. Cut him out of the film. Make it be a, a bit of code or a program yeah. to get or a key. Make them have to find the key yeah. from this French dude. Why yeah. do we have to have this stupid imbecile? Yeah. Why Who can't again we just is be chasing after the key? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, it's so bad and he's so oh. bad and i just did not care about him uh, he died and i was like good yeah yeah he it's just he's he written as this kind of 
rogue program which can do stuff but he's also being held by the french guy morpheus should and it's morpheus should have strapped curb stomped that guy like when he was about to die and he's yeah. like oh you go through that door to be safe she'd be like cool bang you're bang. dead man and he'd just yeah. stamp on his head like you'd be like why didn't you save me when i had that cutthroat razor to my neck yeah in that, in yeah, the car yeah, yeah why didn't you do something he yeah he's Dick. pretty terrible to be <laughs> like, yeah so he dies whatever morpheus goes off neo finds the door puts the key in light we see he sees the light <gasps> light on the door and then next thing we know the camera pans back through a tv monitor just like in the first film when he's getting interrogated by smith for the nice. first time and we get the the architect scene so he's white room tv monitors all around on the walls, showing like showing Neo. the same thing kind of yeah it's like where you're watching a camera of the screen yeah. of the camera kind of and um, the architect turns around in his chair and it's Colonel Sanders. <laughs> right. So the architect, is... the architect is the AI. He's the, he's a machine thing that has created the matrix. It's what created the idea of having the humans plugged into the matrix to use them for their energy. Yeah. He then goes on some diatribe and I wrote down, he has a thesaurus. We get it. Yes, he like, knows all these incredible words. He's he's like he's obviously very intelligent, and it, that's the whole point is that they they're above the human race. Yeah. This like, man, I, I like the first one. I was watching this film at like two a.m. Probably should yeah. watch it this time. <laughs> but I was like on the edge of my seat, like right, I'm gonna take everything in. Yeah. And I got everything pretty much, and it yeah. helps that I got here and, and you and I watched the end of it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, man, this this scene does not need to be like this. Yeah, it's it's almost unintelligible. Yeah, and I think that. So my my from rewatching this, this was the big point where I was most looking forward to this film was yeah. this bit because for me, it's I've always been really interested in the idea of the Matrix and the premise of it and everything surrounding it. Let can can we? come back to that once we finish the film because i feel like that's yeah. going to be the crux of what we're talking about when we talk about if we how yeah. we felt about it yeah are we coming back to this whole scene well yeah let, let's just so basically yeah let's just fly in terms past of story this. he gives neo a choice he says look door on your right you go through there you go to the true source and yeah. you can save a few people from zion create zion again yeah and then all this stuff if you go through the left door you can say Trinity. So in this all time, we, we realise that the Trinity scene from the beginning of the movie is happening yeah. now. She's fighting this agent. She falls out of the window. She gets shot. shooting. Um, and Neo's like, and, and, the, and the, the architect shows Neo this on the TVs. Yeah. And he says, look, you can choose, but we all know you, you've already made your choice. So yeah. similar again to what everyone was saying before. Um, Neo chooses to save Trinity. Yeah. He, f- he goes to the door. Next thing we see is he's flying out and there's an explosion. I think, and at first thing I was like, why is it explosion? But I think it makes sense because that's the chain reaction that's destroying the Matrix. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. So exactly. it did make sense. I was yeah. like, why is it explosion? Initially, I was just like, why, what on earth is happening? And then it's, yeah, it's the building blowing up kind of. So, so he chooses Trinity over all of humanity. Yeah. Okay. So kind of the end of Last of Us. A little bit, is Neo some bad guy? I don't know. Anyway. Hope um, is a delusion. Yeah. Like now then, he doesn't get to her in time. The bullet hits her like we saw from the beginning of the movie. And then he Superman saves her before she crashes into the car. Yeah. The agent hits the car. And then he takes her to the top of this building. And uh, she says something other. But then he matrix he matrixes the bullet out of her. Yep, yeah, he puts, puts his, his hand. hand in and you see the matrix. He takes the bullet out. Then 
she basically dies. Yeah. Um, and he's like, nah, son. Nah. I'm, I'm the not, one. Yeah, I'm not, not dealing with this. So then he matrixes her again, puts his hand in her. Grabs her heart. Grabs her heart and like shocks it. shocks it back to life. And she comes back and it's great. And they have a kiss. And, and then she, she says, goes, uh, yeah, what's her? I guess we're equal now or something like that. Yeah. Because she kissed him in the end of one and that brought him back. Um, okay. So so that's kind of that. We're going to, we'll come back to it in a minute, but that's kind of like story wise, the important part from the end of that film. Um, then we jump to the real world. They come out of the matrix. They're in a Nebuchadnezzar. Um, stuff's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Then, huge alarm the sentinels have found where the nebuchadnezzar is and neo recognizes that they're going to throw a bomb at the ship yeah so they all leave the nebuchadnezzar and they're running away you see this bomb hit it and the nebuchadnezzar blows up boom ship's done what does morpheus say morpheus says i i dreamed a dream and now that dream is gone from me or something like that it's a great line poignant but it's so weird like they're about to they could just be about to die like um then Neo, then they're running away. The Sentinels are chasing after the uh, after the ship that's been blown up. And then Neo's like, no, we're not going to make it. And mm. then he suddenly realizes that he can sense them. Yeah. And as they come close, he stops and he puts his hand out like he does with the bullets and they all fry. They, yeah. They, all the Sentinels die. And then he collapses into a coma. Yeah. Then, uh, don't worry about that. So then we move on. Then, um, we get a t- we get a conversation around a table which includes Morpheus and a few other captains. Is Lock there? Lock's not there. Not okay. No, we get a couple a few- of the other captains, and they're talking about how Lock had sent some of the other ships to go and uh, maybe like attack some of the Sentinels. Yeah, he, yeah they said, "Oh, we know the Sentinels are going to go to the subways or something like that, like a place, basically." So they yep. just preempted it by trying to cut them off and yeah, striking and, them. And they said that it went wrong because someone set off an EMP too early and destroyed a load of the ships that yeah. that were fighting it. And then Link's like, what? Like, was this, was it an accident? Was it like a malfunction yeah. or something? They're like, uh, no, we, we don't. Or I, I think he said, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know yet because we've only got one survivor. And then it, and then well, it, yeah, they went back there and they found yeah. a survivor. And uh, yeah, they say, were there any survivors? Like, only one. And yeah. then they cut back to the room where Neo is in a coma the guy on the bed opposite him is... The camera goes over and then it sees the face and it's... And it's the guy, Bane, Bane who, Bane, yeah. who, was, who is, had the knife had a cut in his hand. Who is Agent who Smith. Who is Agent Smith. Yeah. Um, and that's the very... That's the end. That's it. Yeah, literally see his out. face and it's like... Dun, dun, dun. It's so bad. It's so bad, yeah. that little bit of music. Yeah. Um, but then, boom, boom, credits to be concluded. Calm like a bomb, rage against the machine. Yeah. Um, Rage. And I said I wrote down. I kind of wasn't sure how I felt about the end. This I said it was very frustrating. It's weird how you just get this exposition of this EMP failed attack that went on. It's yeah, weird, and then it's, it's just like yeah, it, it's kind of like we need to quickly remind everyone that there's a big bad guy actually out here yeah. who's who's messing up stuff, and he does. Well, obviously he, he and the second they said oh, like it all went wrong because an EMP was let off too. I was like that was Bane. Yeah. Like that was, that was very obvious, kind of. And then you see him literally a second later. Now, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, the, to be concluded. Yep. I initially, when I just watched that bit, I was like, in my head, I was going, "Whoa, that's like a hell of a cliffhanger to yeah. like to like leave on." Now knowing the next film comes out five months later, I'm kind of a bit more like, "Fine." Yeah. 
it's okay not to actually have a resolution to the film. Like, my, cliffhangers, yeah, yeah. generally speaking, uh, can my, feel hollow. But... My initial reaction was, man, that's a really underwhelming way to finish yeah, that yeah. film. But then I thought, well, actually, it's kind of like um, uh, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. Where it, it ends and, like, Voldemort's got the old, thinks he's got the Elder Wand mm. and everything's bad, like, everything's gone rubbish for them. Boom, end of the film. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. We know that there's going to be, we know there's the final yeah. piece coming. And it's in. not that long to, well, it's in this one, it's not even long. Like, it yeah, feels it's not, like it's, it's like half a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, then, uh, sorry, credits happen. Very end of the credits, five years before Marvel come in with an after credits scene in Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. uh, we get an after credits kind of trailer for Matrix Revolutions, which yeah. is quite a cool trailer. It's very action oriented. It's very sort of crazy like fighting the robots mech suits um yeah agent smith and neo having a standoff in the rain yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. Big dramatic so, looking stuff yeah and, and yeah and that, that's that's, that's reloaded so that's the whole story of reloaded um so let's so yeah we'll, we'll go back to this in a second but like so obviously i said at the beginning i went into this film with kind of oh yeah negative yeah, thoughts about the film yeah from the last time i seen it years and years and years ago yeah um has the first changed? half of the film, yeah, I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and I thought actually I like because I said it was really slow paced, but I liked all of the slow yeah. pace parts, and I could forgive the kind of first real action scene after he sees the Oracle with the all of the different agents, yeah. even though that none of them look like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, as the film picks up, the whole like second part of the film, I just like the the action scenes, the the twins, the key maker plot line, mm. the architect scene. I was just like, man, this is all over the place yeah and i i still i i was i would still say even with the ending mm. i was i'm st- i'd still say i'm pleasantly surprised with my response to the film yeah i'd still yeah. say actually on the whole i was kind of better a lot better than i thought it was yeah yeah because yeah. i thought matrix reload was was terrible absolute hot garbage and, in, and now i'm like actually there's a lot of really good stuff in yeah. this film especially in terms of what they did with the characters and support characters of the film yeah Re- so much better than the first one mm-hmm. with that um in that regard and yeah i i also always had the impression of the matrix one being a really really good film like really good then reloaded being meh kind of like wh- whatever and then revolutions being a bit of a hot garbage truck yeah. kind of type of thing so for me also i generally speaking again i think i, I pretty enjoyed the film generally speaking there's yeah. A lot more things you, I felt you can pick apart and get annoyed with, um, but on this one, yeah, g- generally speaking, was was pretty happy, especially to see them expand the world. So, the point, because obviously, then what we me- what you mentioned at the end of last time was that you're interested to see if they would pick up on these like the ideas of the Matrix, a bit yeah, more and the kind of the philosophical side of it. Yeah, how did you find then finishing finishing it with that idea in your head? I don't I don't think it went yeah like that, yeah I mean I was the sat right there way. last I, when I when I was watching this late at like 2am I yeah. was like I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if this does actually push the yeah like, like the philosophy of the matrix and what it's actually trying to want trying to get at yeah. a lot further and it, I really don't think it does no I actually don't think because obviously a lot of the film is these action scenes that I've really didn't like yeah. much at all yeah, yeah and then the philosophy parts come with the conversations with the oracle the, sorry the conversation with the oracle the conversation with merovingian whatever his name is yeah. 
and the the architect scene. Yeah. And really, they all say the same thing. They're all saying the exact same thing in terms of it's all about it's it's all about choice. Yeah. You and you don't really have choice. You've already made choices. Yeah. yeah. The the answer the the reality is why have you made this choice? Not yeah. what is the choice? And it doesn't really kind of like it doesn't really push anything. And the, the problem yeah. I had with the architect scene is it was it it started off with him saying it, it, the architect scene is not really anything about the philosophy of the matrix at all. It's just pushing no. forward plot points. Yeah. In a really incomprehensible way. Is, <laughs> I was really I was annoyed with that scene. Quite that one. Is No, I don't know if I'm if I'm being stupid here. I don't know. You we know so at, back at the architect scene, mm-hmm. which I know we'll we'll talk more about in a like a second kind of we'll like few yeah, more yeah. of the points one of the points is that this is the sixth time yeah this has happened is the fact that the oracle the architect and i'm gonna call him mary from now on um saying the same thing and the same thing all just about choice and stuff is that because they've done it five times before i think so yeah because i like it's like what I said earlier, because I think it's building up to, it's building up to, they're all, they're all telling him, your choice doesn't matter. Yeah. Your choice doesn't matter. When actually, that's obviously going to be the crux of it, is that actually, yeah, yeah his choice does the matter. The predestination free breaking about, free yeah. of it. And just like, that's what Agent Smith's storyline is. His whole storyline is that he has chosen, he has broken yeah. free from what he wants, and now what he wants is evil. Yeah. What he wants is to destroy everything. Um. I just I felt like it could have it could have like done a bit more and gone in a bit more of an interesting way when that what it, what it did was instead of having cool bits of it, it promoted the world really well and created that well yeah it had action scenes which I had massive problems with yeah yeah but it didn't do the other part it didn't it didn't like push expand the, on yeah that's actually that's a really good point actually there that it the philosophical ideals of the film in the first film were set up as to kind of what it was yeah. roughly discussing. It didn't go further with those or go into different areas with those. It retreaded them yeah. just in a, like a, not even a more in-depth manner. It kind of, it just re-went over them more and more and more and more with some more flowery language. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, so I suppose I... I'm getting held up slightly in my head, I think, where I'm I'm crossing over two different things that I'm interested in. One is the heady ideas about what the film is trying to convey or talk about in predestination, choice, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the other is the literal world that it's built. And I think yeah. I'm crossing those over in my mind too much in that the heady ideas, it doesn't do anything with the world there is now so much more context to everything in the programs the system zion the real world the matrix world how everything works with the back doors and everything like that is fleshed out massively more it's done in quite a like dump dump kind of like big dumps every now and then the architect obviously being the biggest of all like the stuff that he talks about (laughs) is within within four or five minutes of the film you you're given like a history lesson yeah on fast forward basically which is i found when you break it all down in a slower manner 
I find that the idea and what they've done really interesting. Like the idea that they are the this, this is AI we're talking with. This isn't a person or anything like that. And they yeah. are literally doing everything they can to just make humanity continue being a source of energy for them. Yeah. They don't care about anything else, but th- by doing that, they're having to understand humanity t- in order to basically warp around how our weird minds work and stuff. And we, we have to be, kind of, they're giving these illusions of choice in order to make us continue being like our brain activity going whilst in these deep sleeps and stuff. It's also like stuff, themes that it doesn't touch upon at all that I think mm. would have been a good a good thing to do. Yeah. Stuff like, why, why do the ai why does the robot why do the robots want to survive so much Mm. what's the point when they can't feel they can't like have the have the emotions that he talks about Mm. with neo in terms of like his love for trinity uh the the scene back in the matrix almost cypher's talking about the the stake even though he knows it's not real he's getting the enjoyment from it whereas actually like the the robots can't do that what like imagine if Mm. there was a point where it was like these these programs these things that aren't real these agents these are they can start to, they, they can feel these things they can do that yeah like why do why do they care about carrying on why wouldn't Is they it... just why wouldn't they just want to exterminate everything and that be the end of it i, I don't I like and i'm not saying that because they, they don't really touch up on it at all but i'm like that would have yeah, been well, interesting did they, have they not already exterminated everything though well no because everything's alive uh in order for them to get their energy yeah, in order so that the AI yeah. can, can continue. But then to live. my question is, why do the AI want to continue to live? What's the point of them? What's their goal? What's their? I suppose it's. I I had it down that they had create, the AI had created something, and were trying to, kind of almost perfect it, and keep building that thing of. But then again, it's it's what the it's what the oracle said. It's it's I understand how they're doing it. And it's what the council did. It's what I understand how they're doing it. Why are they doing it? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And interestingly, I don't... Well, obviously, I don't know the answer because the film didn't tell us the answer properly um, at this point. I think, just from if my memory serves me, and it's why I think the Animatrix is so good, I think we might get answers to that, roughly cool. speaking. Or at least there's a lot more explanation about it. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a That's a heady question though right there why do we do what we do why do we do what we do why do we keep on living exactly but because we can feel things but they can't hmm hmm but were they i see yeah now i'm not sure like because they were created to do something but obviously they're just doing their program but this ai is obviously more than that program because they've gone past just doing a program because they're now creating yeah is it yeah is it to continue creating more ai yeah i don't know but it's like yeah it's, i got it's the impression not, it's a survival thing yeah why like what's the purpose of this why what's the i don't know yeah are um, they sentient enough to be able to want to survive yeah. without any meaning for surviving kind of like yeah what is ai artificial what? intelligence yeah, sorry. We know. yeah yeah sorry um ergo. so ergo apropos <laughs> of this um yeah well okay so that 
that's, think that's yeah so that that's the matrix related i mean just like let's both let's say a final sort of like word or, or something on it say do you want to yeah well, like, just so, your general thoughts on the film line with the and so i always i always thought and, and this is just generally speaking about the podcast i always thought this was going to be the the where things would get more kind of kind of in quotes interesting in that we we would discuss the first film merits of just a film on its own a sequel which is what we'll generally be doing like discussing the series of stuff is is interesting to see like did this film do better or worse than the first did it continue its ideas kind of like where do we go from from here um and i think it did a good job of continuing from the matrix i agree that it could have done so much more it could have had some just generally speaking better ideas about what it was trying to do um but also pleasantly surprised and generally yeah yeah i was so i'm I'm pleasantly surprised in my reaction to the film yeah however i think the fact that it doesn't push itself in terms of what it is is like a sort of something you might think about yeah i think i'm i'm more likely just to judge it on being an sort of like an action film it feels just more of a and in that case it's just not it's not that it's not a great action film yeah it is obviously a bit more than that but it was you know it's it's not as it's not as bad as i had in my head in my head yeah the rest of the matrix series was trash after one but yeah i do think this is a fair bit worse Mm -hmm. than one was as a film Mm -hmm. yeah um but it's hard being like being the middle film in a, in a trilogy yeah, is crazy because you know obviously you nothing's really finished and yeah you yeah, set yeah. Anything up, but yeah so i was pleasantly surprised but it kind of a lot of it bugged me as well yeah yeah i can understand that i can understand that a lot i think the i i was really and as i said it on the last episode i really wanted to push it, it to push the kind of philosophical buttons lots and it didn't do that yeah. what it did do is smash well establish a much better cast of characters yes, yeah, yeah. and and a physical world yeah. that we are seeing much more interesting locations overall like yeah. a wider spread of locations but it also smashed the history of the the, the quote world that they're in yeah. into a four minute chat with a guy yeah um which should have been done a lot better so, uh, that is The Matrix Loaded. Next yes. time on Realize, we will finish up the Matrix trilogy. We will watch, Mat- we're going to talk about Matrix Revolutions. Mm, uh, indeed. Which is the one that I've oh, been so looking forward to watch, <laughs> to watching The Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> I think I've, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen this from once. Like, that's it. Yeah, I've, I've definitely um, seen it a couple of times, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so join us next time. We will discuss the final film in the matrix trilogy we may even brush on the animatrix in that episode we, we could do it right? yeah well i think I, th- I think we'll um we'll do like a little side thing like, yeah, we'll a, do like a, a half an hour yeah, chat yeah. type thing um excellent so please join us then and just a final message sorry thank you so much for talking with me andy yeah. oh, no, absolute pleasure um and my question for you listening is where's my pussy <laughs> <laughs>